Live. Well, good morning, everybody, and thank you very much for joining us for the 357th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. This is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from Northern California, as we have on uh, most of the shows. There were several shows in past years that uh, they were guest hosted by people such as uh, Sam Camerano and uh, Matt Geib and a few other of our followers over the years. Uh, this show has been around, like I said, 357 episodes. Uh, originally started out discussing the book Think and Grow Rich. We went uh, then into the Master Key, the Science of Getting Rich, uh, Orison Sweat Martin's The Miracle of Right Thought, and many other fine self-improvement books written in the earlier years uh, that have had worldwide recognition. Uh, the interesting, part, interesting thing about this show is we encourage others to speak and share how these books have impacted their lives. Going back to the original shows, there were many people that joined us that gave exact examples how, uh, from the reading of the books, uh, their personal lives have been enhanced, improved, and of course it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but that's what it's all about. No sound. Uh, Roy, can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Okay, guest four, uh, I don't know why there's no sound. Uh, is this any, you can't hear me at all? I don't know uh, what system you I see you have your computer screen on. I don't know if you need headphones. Uh, you may want to call in. I'm uh, terrible at typing and talking at the same time. So uh, Roy Morris is suggesting go out and come back in. Sometimes that works. Uh, anyway, your show today is brought to you by TeamHealthToWealth.net. That will take you to a site that uh, has, has my uh, personal life excited. Uh, we've discussed this before. Over the last couple of years, since a change in lifestyle, I, like Napoleon Hill, let some of uh, the things that are important to me uh, slip. And uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, this is an exciting program. I'm proud to say in five weeks, uh, on my personally designed fitness program, I've uh, dropped about 15 pounds, changed some inches. I'm now biking five miles a day and swimming a half an hour a day. Um, and so, I'm talking to right now... Uh, young lady who I chat with occasionally and she was being funny saying you mean Napoleon Hill is still writing things no he's not still writing things he did a while back 1938 is when this book was written okay I see Gerara King is with us good morning Gerara gotta get back to my get back to where I was here we are this never works uh, well guess four I'm sorry Gerara can you hear us fine yeah, I'm here. Okay, very good. How have you been, young man? I moved into a, a new apartment three weeks ago. Well, very good. Let the, I let the condo and the house thing go because the property taxes are like six, $700 a month. I was wow, like, wow, that's, that's a little high. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and how are your book sales coming? Well, the white book you have, 
outsells all the other ones put together. Good. And the first one, the newest one, I guess it's too early to tell. Oh. And the beneficial instructions before leaving Earth is slow. It's that that big one is like um my biggest seller so right. far. Transform your world through the powers of your mind, correct? Yeah, it does like a couple hundred copies a month or something like that. Very good. Very good. Keep it up. But the other ones are nothing near it. But I guess they'll catch on eventually. Right. Hey, Gerard, did you get your copy of Outwitting the Devil? Mm-mm. Go, go to uh, bestbusinessmindset.com slash devil. It's available used and new on Amazon. Uh, this is really a fascinating book, uh, Gerard, a little bit that we've uh, talked about, and, and uh, it just gets better and better and better. So we're going to move right into uh, from page 25. Hey, how did you lose 50 pounds in, in um, No, five? no, not 50, 15, one five. Oh. One five. In fact, if you go to my new blog, those of you that are listening today, tomorrow, and in the future, go to... I saw it. It has a picture of you with no shirt on. That's right. Well, I don't look like that anymore, and it's only been five weeks, so uh, it's just amazing how much energy can be brought back into your life and how that affects actually your income. I mean, because you feel better. You just do things better. You do things more. It's just, uh, uh, just a really fascinating thing, and it has a lot to do with what Napoleon Hill is talking about. And uh, guest six has come back, but might be the same person trying to get in. Uh, we had discussed that uh, Napoleon Hill had an experience in his life where he actually hid out. He packed iron, carried a gun for a couple of years because his life was threatened. His life was threatened because the person who was going to help him start a business, uh, funding it, uh, was killed because it was he was he owned a newspaper and that man was ready to expose some political graft in Ohio back in 19 uh, I think it was 1926 or 1927 and of course what what all this has predicated on as the preface of the book Napoleon Hill talked about his conversations with Andrew Carnegie back in the teens and Andrew Carnegie mentioned the importance of your other self. And when we finished our program last week, Napoleon Hill was on his way with $100 from his brother to go to Philadelphia and seek the funding to start a business, well, actually to, to write his manuscripts. Napoleon Hill went on to say he left with his head telling me he was a fool. And my other self commanding me to ignore the challenge and carry out my instructions. That sentence I want to share a little bit of time. Uh, when I read my doctor's report, and she defined me as being obese, which when I looked at myself, I knew I was gaining weight, but I never attached those words to my person. The doctor was 100% right. I was obese. Can't get around it. If you don't like it, tough break. That's where you are. I also realized, especially from reading Napoleon Hill and the other great books back in the early 60s, <clears throat> I knew that I could always be in charge of my life, <clears throat> the way I look, the way I feel, with the exception, of course, of certain things we can't control. But I can control my fitness. 
<clears throat> I want to emphasize right now we're not talking so much about weight. We're talking about fitness because not only was I obese <clears throat> and still am, as the doctor defined, when I went out in the garden and bent over, I didn't enjoy it. And when I got down on my hands and knees to weed the flower beds, I couldn't get up. I found it very difficult to get up. And the other thing that was interesting is my personal challenges, my, my business requirements were getting very sloppy because I didn't have much energy. No whose fault? Nobody's. Just my own. Napoleon Hill, <clears throat> on his way to Philadelphia, his head was telling him he was a fool to do it. Well, I'll tell you what, in order to change your fitness, you have to do some sacrificing and you have to be a disciplinarian and, and sometimes you could be called a fool, as I am by some people. But my other self, the one that really is me, the one that I'm in charge of, can override that. And if you're willing to sacrifice, you can get things done. Napoleon Hill drove all night, arriving in Philadelphia the next morning. His first thought, as he says, was to look up look up a modestly priced boarding house where he could rent a room for about a dollar a day. Remember, he only had $100. Here again, my other self took charge and gave the command to register at the most exclusive hotel in the city. How many times have we told ourselves we can't do something because it's not practical. How many times have we been told we can't do something that might better ourselves when in reality, oh no, we tell ourselves we can't better ourselves because it might affect something that we have now, modest as it may be. Napoleon Hill's other self, the one that Carnegie said is the difference between the Andrew Carnegies of the world and the rest of the masses. Here again, my other self took charge and gave me the command to register at the most exclusive hotel at the city. With little more than $40 in my remaining capital, it seemed like financial suicide. You know, just, just as a sideline, part of my fitness program, I chose, nobody told me to, I chose after research to purchase for $99 a month a product that represents two of my five meals a day. And I actually ordered it at the time of the month when my funds were low. And what's interesting is the bottom line is at the end of the first month, I have spent well over $120 less than normal in food, which more than more than that offsets the uh, the hundred and twenty the ninety nine dollars for the shakes. But when I ordered them, I didn't know that, or I, I read that somebody said it could happen, but it really happened to me. G man's with us, Gino Del, Del Cinciano up in Canada. Welcome, G man. Good to see you here. By the way, congratulations on your uh, what was it a five k bike ride? Uh, I, I am getting. Uh, uh, oh, we're on page. Um, 26, uh, Gino, page 26. You did get your book. Fantastic. Gino just, uh, Gino's been on a personal fitness program. He started riding his bike. He's competing. He just did a wonderful uh, bike ride. I'm so proud that I'm up to five miles now, starting off the first day at seven-tenths of a mile and felt like I was a limp noodle. 
But each night, oh, a 1K run and a 10K bike and a 2K run, and Gino won. This is amazing. His inner self is what drove him, or his other self, I'm sure. Congratulations to you, Gino. 1K run, that's a 1-kilometer run, a 10-kilometer bike, and a 2-kilometer, all in 40 minutes. Holy cow. Gino, it takes me it takes me an hour to ride my five miles. Of course, I'm going uphill a lot. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to Napoleon Hill for just a minute. And he was uh, checked into that pretty expensive hotel. When I marched up to the desk and asked for a room, or rather, I should say, I started to ask for a room when my newly discovered other self, the same other self that drove Gino to the 1K run first place, 10K bike ride and 2K run, gave the order to ask for a suite of rooms, the cost of which would just about consume the rest of my capital in two days. The bellboy picked up my bags, handed me my claim check for my automobile, and bowed, bowed me toward the elevator, as if I were the Prince of Wales. It was the first time in more than a year that any human being had shown me so much deference. Remember, Napoleon Hill had just come out of the two years that he hid in the house for fear of his life and packed a gun had a pistol strapped to his side or in his pocket when he did go out at night. He was only walking at night for fear of his own life. My own relatives, with whom I had been living, far from having shown me deference, had I so imagined, felt I was a burden on their hands. And I'm sure that I was, because no man in the frame of mind that I had been in the past year could be anything other than a burden to all with whom he has come into contact. You know, when we don't feel, when we're not in charge of ourselves, we do become a burden to those around us. Because really, we're not who we are. It was apparent that my other self was determined to wean me away from the inferiority complex which I had developed. And we all have that opportunity. That's really the way I felt when it suddenly realized that I slowly evolved into a sedentary blob and had gained weight. You know, you don't see it day by day, so therefore you pass it on. But some things wake us up. It wasn't an emergency as Napoleon Hill, but when I read the doctor's review, see, everything else about me was fine. She just described me. One of my symptoms, you might say, was obesity. Now, I do have heart damage from my coronary. We all know that. I have to be careful, blah, blah, blah. I I don't have the full stamina I used to. That's why it's a little slower for me to come into this uh, activity level. I am swimming a half an, half an hour a day, too. Well, I shouldn't say swimming. I'm swimming and combining that with pool walking, which, by the way, I found out is a, a tremendous uh, exercise, pool walking. Fitness. Fitness is what I'm not on a diet. I'm on a fitness program. I have a goal. I'm going to lose 30 pounds at the end of 90 days. I got 15 pounds down in 15 weeks, uh, 50, five weeks, five weeks, 15 pounds in five weeks. And the weight is coming off slower because I'm hardening up some muscle. So I'm taking some pure fat and turning it into muscle and muscle is more dense. 
Let's go back to Napoleon Hill. He tossed the bellboy a dollar. Now remember that he had 40 bucks. He just booked a room, a suite of rooms, that just about consumed all the money he had. I started to estimate. Now he was going to pay a dollar a day for his room. I started to estimate what my hotel would bill would be by the end of the week when my other self commanded me to get my mind entirely off. You know, we all go through this. What if? What if? My dad used to say something. If the dog would not have stopped to take a you-know-what, he would have caught the rabbit. How many of us spend too much time with the what if? What if I make too much money? I might not be able to do this. What if I don't make enough money? I won't be able to do this. What if I don't have enough money at the end of the month? Well, go out and make sure that changes. As long as you have a plan of action in force, a written plan of action with reasonable goals. Napoleon Hill's other self commanded him to get his mind entirely off of all thoughts of limitation. All thoughts of limitation. I wrote a book, Abundant Thinking. Anybody like a free copy, no strings attached, go to bestbusinessmindset.com slash abundance with a capital A dot PDF. Bestbusinessmindset.com I'm going to put this in the chat room here best business mindset no strings attached you don't have to sign up for anything this is free pass it around share it with your friends that's why we do things to share bestbusinessmindset.com slash capital A B U N D A N C E P D F that should take you the free copy of Abundant Thinking. Because Napoleon Hill's other self commanded him to get his mind entirely off of thoughts of limitation and to conduct himself for the first time being just as I would if I had all the money I had wanted in my pockets. The experience I was passing through was both new and strange to me. I had never posed as being other, anything other than what I believed myself to be. For nearly half an hour, this other self gave me orders, which I followed to the letter during the subsequent period of my stay in Philadelphia. The instructions were given through the medium of thoughts. Remember, thoughts are things. Which presented themselves in my mind with such force that they were readily distinguishable from my ordinary self-created thoughts. As we mentioned before, the young lady that edited this book, or annotated it, as you might say, the book was written in 1938, published in 2011, because Napoleon Hill's wife and subsequently his sister-in-law did not feel this book would be appropriate and might besmirch his reputation, because he kind of bears it all. He just told you that he was a person who limited himself. So one of the annotations here, Hill took on the person of a wealthy man he wanted to be. We strongly agree that to be wealthy, you need to think wealthy. Abundant thinking. It is also important 
to be in the right environment. You are who you hang out with. Don Green, CEO of the Napoleon Hill Foundation, once told me, I first bought my good suits from Sobel's, a custom clothing store where Eastman Kodak executives shopped. The owner had a sign behind the register that said, if you want to be a success, you must first dress the part. Now, that's an old adage. We've heard that a thousand times. However, we recommend moderation to emulate Mr. Hill in spending money that he did not have. There's a foolishness about it. I, some people take this to an extreme. Now, there's one thing that's interesting. Napoleon Hill had cash in his pocket. He did not have a credit card. And if you use credit cards to do this, I personally believe you're making a big mistake. However, if you can put money aside, as we all should, live on 50% of your take-home pay, have that little nest egg, and then go out and invest in yourself. We're talking about this book, 1395. I've talked to people, did you get your copy of the book? No, I haven't got around to ordering it yet. Well, that's fine. I'm not saying everybody should have a copy. But how many people won't even invest $15 in something that can be of benefit to them? I don't know. Page 27. I received strange orders from a strange source, Napoleon Hill says. G-Man says, my dad used to say, if you don't have the cash to pay for anything, then you don't need it. That's true. That's really true. We can use a debit card. That debit card is what we should all be using. Because you know what? If you don't have the money in the bank, the debit card won't work. The reason I use a debit card is that I can buy things online more quickly than mailing them off and sending a check. So I, I am a fan of debit cards. I received strange orders from a strange source. Thank you very much, Gino. My instructions began in this fashion. You are now completely in charge of your other self. You are entitled to know that two entities occupy your body, as in fact two similar entities occupy the body of each living person on earth. Kind of strange, a little wooey there, huh? One of these entities is motivated by and responds to the impulse of fear. The other is motivated by and responds to the impulse of faith. Today, how many people live in fear and how few people live in faith? Is this why everything's falling apart? Is this why a group of 535 politicians can't use common sense because they're fearful of losing their position? I don't know. How many of them actually will make a statement, an emboldened statement, based on faith, based on the fact that we know it'll work because we believe in it and because it's written? Because we're following the commandments. Napoleon Hill's other self said, for more than a year, you have been driven like a slave by the fear entity. Look at what a beautiful job the powers to be have enslaved the populations by, by setting up entitlement programs that were specious to begin with. Unfunded entitlement programs, very much like G-Man says. Uh, 
my dad used to say, if I don't have the cash to pay for anything, then you don't need it. How can they say we're going to increase payments to people when we don't have the money? It was just like last night's news, the, the group of judges that are going to Hawaii, 300, their, their staff of 300 are going over a million dollar cost, 40 cents of every dollar is borrowed from other countries for us to, for those people to go to Hawaii. The media is not helping, uh, Gino says. They inflict fear of the news. Yes, they do. Both sides. Constant barrage. The sky is falling. The night before last, the faith entity gained control over your physical body, and you are now motivated by that entity. This is uh, Napoleon Hill's other self talking to him. For the sake of convenience... You may call this faith entity your other self. It knows no limitation. It has no fear and recognizes no such word as impossible. I can't do that because it's going to hurt something later. How do we know? We all, I mean, I was complacent living the way I was living. You know what? I now can't wait to finish dinner. Not to watch TV, but to get on my bike. The only problem I'm going to have, G-Man, is what's going to happen in the wintertime. I guess I'm going to have to wear more clothes, right? Because I'm out there on my shorts and a T-shirt, watching the eagles fly around the river. I keep trying to push myself a little bit, but I don't know how far I should go. I don't know, G-Man. Maybe someday you can help me on that. Napoleon Hill says you were directed. He was telling himself... You were directed to select this environment of luxury in a good hotel as a means of discouraging the return to power of the fear entity. That fear-motivated old self is not dead. It has merely been dethroned. And it will follow you around wherever you go, waiting a favorable opportunity to step in, the old fear entity, and take charge of you again. It can gain control of you only through your thoughts. Remember this and keep the doors to your mind tightly closed against all thoughts which seek to limit you in any matter whatsoever and you will be safe. Sam Camerano just logged in with us. Sam has a great new thing. A lot of things have happened to Sam in the last 48 hours and guess what? He quit something, just like Napoleon Hill quit something not to, you know, in, in, in a few chapters ago in this book. Because he knew it wasn't where he wanted to be. Guest number seven came in. Very good. Thank you. To me, in a simplistic view of what our government is doing is parallel to paying one's bills with credit cards. Absolutely. Thank you very much, guest seven. You're right on. That's what we're doing. And, and, and we've all been imbued into this philosophy. Somebody put a, a, a picture of the McDonald's arches on, on one of my Facebook groups uh, in the fog. And, and, and uh, Mike Michelosi, who, who's joined this program in the past from Michigan, kind of gave you the impression that this was some kind of a mystical thing in the clouds. And yes, I remember McDonald's. Uh, I, we had McDonald's number five in Downey, California, when I walked home from grammar school in the 50s, the very early 50s. And it's now a historical landmark. And you know what? Nineteen. My mom would give me 50 cents a week, and that was my allowance at McDonald's, which got a lot of good stuff. 
But here's one thing that McDonald's has done, along with other things. They created a, a phrase, you deserve a break today, which is a great advertising uh, ditty, uh, whatever we call it, a jingle. The bottom line is really that uh, most people don't deserve a break today because they didn't do anything. But we grew up thinking, it's just like the young people today, and it's, my, I, my sister-in-law called, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, how many times has anybody heard, or those of us that are older, your kids will call and say, I need a break today, can you babysit? You need a break from what? We never had a babysitter when you were growing up. But you see, we've been imbued with the fact that we deserve a break today, whether or not we did anything to deserve anything. Is is that where we're coming from? Sam's on the line. Good morning, Hello. Sam. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Well, good. You must be taking a break today because you deserve it, right? I'm taking a break today because there's a there's a slow wall in the motion of the waves, so I'm taking advantage of it. There you go. Okay. Good to have you with us. Thank you very much, Sam. We got Gino up in Canada, Roy Morris in uh, Amarillo, Texas, guest six and guest seven, and of course, as always, Gerard King in Washington D.C. hanging out there. Gerard just moved. He found out that having that condominium was a lot of fun, but when the property taxes are six hundred a month, that does not become a lot of fun. So we're glad that you're with us. So here's Napoleon Hill sitting in the hotel talking about his other self, and his other self is telling it can gain control of you only through your thoughts, that fear factor. Remember this and keep the doors to your mind tightly closed against all which seek to limit you in any matter whatsoever, and you will be safe. Do not permit yourself to worry about the money you will need for your immediate expenses. That will come to you by the time you must have it, if you believe and if you have faith. Now, there's people that say, this is so much bunk, I'm going to puke. I've been unemployed for 10, blah, 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 blah. As we go through this book, we're going to find out how this stuff works. Napoleon Hill did have a plan. And as Napoleon Hill told us in Think and Grow Rich, and remember he wrote this in 1938 after he wrote Think and Grow Rich in 1937, or it was published in 37. Uh, the He had a plan. He had to follow the plan. But coming out of the emergency that he had, he had let himself slip into a bad state the state of fear. Now let's get down to business. First of all, you should know that the faith entity now in charge of your body performs no, no miracles, nor does it work in opposition to any of nature's laws. As long as it is in charge of your body, it will guide you when you call on it through the impulses of thoughts, which it will place in your mind in carrying out your plans through the most logical and convenient, natural media available. This is not a book that you just read. This is a book that you study and go back and look at again. Above everything else, get this fact clearly fixed in your mind, that your other self will not do your work for you, 
It will only guide you intelligently in achieving for yourself the objects of your desire. Guess number seven says mindset, good or bad, drives the subconscious mind, which will then produce good or bad in return. That's absolutely true. Thank you, guess seven. We I have want to a comment on that. Huh? I want to comment on that. Go ahead. Okay, this is, and it's an interesting comment, um, and it'll leave people something to think about. Sometimes when our mindset is what we think to be good, can turn out to be bad, and in the interim of the bad section of it, if we maintain our focus on the good, we can turn everything around to being a positive. I know that's a very political statement going back and forth, back and forth, but there are some things in life that we have that we believe that we're doing the good thing, the right thing. I personally have been a part of that. And over a almost four-year period, um, if I were to have taken the course that what I was doing was good and I got messed over by the system and got very bitter about it, I would be a very, very bitter man right now because of the loss that occurred. And if, because I am not that man, I am not the one that thinks of complete negativity, um, I turned all around, and Chuck, you can attest to that. Absolutely. I turned it around to complete positive and am coming out the other end of this whole issue that was created with a great positive drive. Even though there's still issues attached to it, doesn't matter. The positive drive is continuing on. So, therefore... Um, it kind of went back and forth, back and forth. And we just have to maintain our our perspective, our goal, our um, thoughts in a positive direction. So it's not necessarily, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything against Guest 7 as to what he says um, there, but we are the masters of our subconscious mind. Well, I think the two of you are concurring, though, Sam. Good mindset drives. We put bad things into our subconscious mind. It probably you oh, had you right. had experiences that were negative. You had the opportunity to stay on that negative thought train, and and you know we had enough conversations back and forth. But your personality allowed you to say, "This is where I am. There's nothing I can do about changing where I am. I can only change where I'm going." Because you could not fight the system. Huh? Right. Okay. Yeah. You, and that was driven by my subconscious that's and positive. Right. right. So exactly right. Yeah. Look at the people. Look at the number of people around you, Sam, that thought you were purely nuts. Because you were spending your time th- talking positive things when the whole world and, and a corrupt system was falling down on top of you. Right. So it was you. I think guess seven is is in hundred percent concurrence with with your philosophy. Yeah, I really love the one person that told me to stop being a dreamer. Yeah, stop being a dreamer. Isn't that great? <laughs> I think we should all stop being dreamers. Uh, however, there is a point where that dream has to be applied. Action has to be applied to that dream. Yeah, I guess. And that and, and and that's that where we we cannot always control what happens to us only our perspective and that's exactly right mm-hmm. 
I mean, uh, you know, the, the Rhonda Byrne, who, who bastardized the master key with this law of attraction and this manifestation in that stupid movie, The Secret, ruined so many people's lives who are still wandering around in a daze manifesting a Rolls Royce and thinking if the more they think about it, it's going to happen. Yeah. See, the only thing they didn't do is tell you you had to work for it. You can still manifest it, you know. I mean, the image, that's great. Napoleon Hill keeps going on page 29. The other self will, re- will aid you in translating your plans into reality. Translating your plans into reality. Moreover, you should know that it begins always with your major and most pronounced desire. That's the definite major purpose. When I read this in 1960, not this book, but the other one, and I read about the definite major purpose, I sat down and wrote one down. My definite major purpose in life is to enjoy freedom and help others. What does it mean to enjoy freedom? I made it a definite major purpose of my life to never have to be somewhere I didn't want to be, talk to people that I didn't want to talk to, and do the things that I didn't want to do. And guess what? It works. You can be in charge. Now, it has to be realistic. Some of the things that I chose to do would preclude me from having this or having that for now. I eventually always had what I wanted to. And sometimes I lost it, but that happens too. At this time, your major desire, the one which brought you here to Philadelphia, is to publish and distribute the results of your research into the causes of success and failure. You estimate that you will need approximately $25,000. Remember, here's a guy... His brother gave him $100 because he asked for it. He actually asked for 50 and his brother was smart enough to, brother-in-law was smart enough to give him 100 The Napoleon Hill had generated no income for a year and a half, <clears throat> lived off the charity of other people, carried a gun for his own safety, fear of his life. And here he tunnels off to Philadelphia <laughs> to find $25,000 to write his first book. Among your acquaintances, there is a man who will supply you with this needed capital. Begin at once to call into your mind the names of all persons of your acquaintance with whom you have reason to believe might be induced to furnish the financial aid you require. Isn't this funny that, you know, the the basis of, quote, MLM marketing is to make a list, and, and everybody on the Internet says that money's in the list? How many of you have a mastermind alliance? How many of you have a list of people that you know because of their relationship with you can be there to help you should you need it? The list is the thing. And here it is, back in 1938, Napoleon Hill's other self is telling him that. Begin at once to call into your mind the names of all persons of your acquaintance with whom you have reason to believe might be induced to furnish the financial aid you require. <clears throat> we can change financial aid to other words. Help in building your house. I mean, there's just a ton of things. Help you become a better bike rider. Help you build your business. When the name of the logical person comes into your mind, you will recognize it immediately. Communicate with that person, and the aid you seek will be given. In your approach, however, 
present your request in terminology such as you would use in the natural course of business transactions. Make no reference whatsoever to this introduction you have had to your other self. It's interesting. You can't go around telling people, the spirits told me to be here and talk to you today, Joe. There are some things that we keep personal. Maybe that's why his wife didn't want him to write the book, because people might have thought Napoleon Hill was nuts. I don't know. Guess seven, we cannot always control what happens to us, only our perspective. You're right, I couldn't control the fact that I had a coronary. Believe it or not, I couldn't control it. It happened. It's what I did after the coronary that made the difference. It's what I did about the coronary. That will all be for the present. You will now begin to move of your own free will, precisely as you did before you discovered your other self. Physically, you are the same as you've always been. Therefore, no one will recognize that you're spiritually moved, that any change has taken place within you. I looked around the room, blinked my eyes, and to make sure that I was not dreaming, I got up and walked over to a mirror and looked at myself closely. The expression on my face had changed from one of doubt to one of courage and faith. There was no longer any doubt in my mind that my physical body was in charge of an influence far different from the one which had been dethroned two nights before as I walked around that schoolhouse in West Virginia. Sean Lecter, the editor, then goes on to say, Here, in editing the manuscript, I have ended the chapter at one of the great turning points in Napoleon Hill's life. Have you ever undergone a life change? such as the one Napoleon Hill describes above? Sam, what do you think? Have you ever done that? Have you ever had events that have changed your life, Sam? Yes. Okay. So there's no doubt about it. Change, well, change, let me expound on that a little bit. Changed my life as far as um, a course of action, but not changed my life as far as the person I am. Okay. You had some. Does that make sense? Yeah, you had some external influences that impacted your life severely when all of your assets were confiscated. <laughs> exactly. You know, a good but friend it, of mine that, that dedicated twenty years of his life with the CIA woke up one day and was arrested for violating the executive orders of the president of the United States and had every stitch of his property taken away from him and he was put in prison. Because a person's whim, and this could have destroyed anybody. Of course, the next president came along and looked at the record, and they apologized profusely, returned his funds, and retired him out very comfortably from service. And, you know, unfortunately, that that type of thing happens more often than we'd want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is definitely something out there that will change the course of somebody's life as far as what they're doing in the immediate uh, the now mm-hmm. but uh, those who can persevere or keep their perspective as guest seven says um, will not deter them from the direction they're heading in and going to receive I mean and I know we've talked about uh, Walt Disney many times on the show in the past and it brings the, to my thought always the idea that um, he was bankrupt 
mm-hmm. but he still persevered, and the uh, his perseverance or his perspective of where he wanted to go um, allowed for the perseverance and allowed to create what is now Disneyland, Disney World, right. Disney Enterprises. And that was done by that was done by the sole decision of he and his wife when everybody, including his brother Roy, said no. Exactly. And Walt and his wife put everything they owned on the line personally to follow his belief. And and it was wasn't it the I, I think it was his other self that took charge, because the other self is correct. It will happen, and it did happen. The poor man would probably turn over in his grave if he saw what happened to his company today, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, we've got devilish influences. In we, have some, we have the devil arising in Disney, don't we? Yeah, and but, you know, and it happens so many times. Any, any product that you um, experience today, I would, and I probably am not going out on too long of a pier to guess this, but... 90% of them come from somebody who's had a dream mm-hmm. and pretty much put everything on the line to make that dream happen. Mm-hmm. And that's and, that's the key thing as far as what Napoleon Hill is saying here is, you know, in outwitting the devil and out, you know, moving past it all, um, it's even Christ-like when the devil is tempting Christ to do these different things. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I know what I need to do. You know, go back to hell, devil. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny as a sideline here. Uh, last evening we had a lovely dinner. I ate modestly. You know, this, this I'm not on a diet. I'm on a fitness challenge. And it was a pleasant evening. It cooled down. I played 18 holes of golf in the morning. I and that, you know, that was a little bit of physical activity. And... I enjoyed my dinner, and I said, I'm going to go for a bike ride. And Shirley said, well, you know, you played golf today. You know, I, she Her statement was was reflecting her concern for me, okay? That's, that's the honest truth. And it would have been real easy to say, oh, you're absolutely correct, honey. I got a lot of exercise in today. There's no reason to go for the bike ride. Well, my other self said, Chuck... You have defined a course of action, and part of that course of action is to ride your bike X minutes, hours, miles a day, regardless, with a couple of days off. And I've also finished that by, by going into the pool after I finished my bike ride and doing my pool walking, and I, which I did also. But I'll tell you what, it would have been so easy to sit in the chair, but my other self was pretty strong, and, and now it's becoming part of my subconscious mind. It's just something that I do now. But I loved my wife's comment because she was she didn't make it negatively. There was some you know concern in her voice, and besides that, when I do these things, it disrupts the family's routine. We're going to come back next week and uh, chapter two, page thirty-two. A new world is revealed to me, and that's Napoleon Hill's. Uh, th- this book is so heavy, it's really strange. And we're going to get into some really, really deep things as time goes on, but I, I think setting the stage for it is important. We will probably do more paraphrasing uh, tomorrow, next uh, Tuesday. Uh, 
and uh, want us to think about it. Your, your program today was brought to you by Team Health, the number two wealth, teamhealth2wealth.net. That will take you to part of my fitness program, the product that I'm using that you're more than happy to buy. I could care less uh, if you want to become a millionaire selling it. That's not the reason I'm sending people there. But if anybody does have a sincere desire to become fit again, I highly recommend their Shake product, $99 a month. You can buy it as a customer just like I do. Uh, there are young people, a couple of how I met the, the company was uh, one of my business clients, somebody whose business I'm consulting with in growth, um, is also making a very tidy sum of money marketing this product. And uh, he happens to be a personal fitness trainer too, so it's very easy for him to do that. In fact, he just um, got a BMW. He's been with the company nine months, and he now has a nice new BMW that's his. It's kind of nice in a short period of time, but he has a burning desire to get things done. See? Personally, I just would love to have anybody who sincerely wants to go onto a fitness program. Uh, I'm setting up my blog site that it can be kind of a membership thing where we can chat together and have a little forum on fitness. We're not talking diets. We're talking fitness. Change your life around so you can become more productive because the better you feel, the better you feel. The better you feel, the more you get done. The more you get done, the better it is. This is Chuck Bartok saying thank you very much for joining us. Gino up in Canada, Roy Morris in Amarillo, Sam in Phoenix, guest six, guest seven, and Gerard King in Washington, D.C. I'm on my way to the Senior Bowling League on Tuesdays, which always calls me. And my, while my wife works hard in the yard, yes, she's in the background here, reminding everybody that I'm going to go play while my wife is working hard. Thank you all for joining us today. Talk to you next week. Uh, go out and have a great day because you don't really have an alternative. If you want to get a copy of the book, Outwitting the Devil, bestbusinessmindset.com slash devil, D-E-V-I-L, all lowercase. Get your copy today, and we can have more fun talking about it next week. Thank you all very much. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.